That is the sounds of award-winning singer-songwriter Male, a song called Kitlo Fitla. And that's how we start the music corner today. Male joining us in studio. A very good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you so very much for having me. Thank you for joining us. You were saying just before we went on, you were like, do I need to put the headphones on? I don't like the sound of my voice, which I think is so interesting because... I don't like the sound of my speaking voice. Really? It intimidates me, especially on radio. I think this is... One of the more um, challenging, you know, parts of my job. I think I don't quite enjoy really? the interviews as you much. You just want to do the music. I did <laughs> the music. Give me a mic to sing. I said what I said. <laughs> it's all in the in the music. Thank you very much. You translate and decipher yeah, for yourself. But that's yeah, so I mean, interesting to me. Lovely to be here. Thank you for coming in. It's good yeah. to have you here. Yeah. So uh, last year, was it late last year? You came back with a new album. Yes. You took five years away. Yes, yeah, so I had I had quite a, a very long break. I mean, five years is something for an artist in the industry. I mean, yeah, um, it's a competitive space, and so new artists are coming in every every two three months. You know, yeah. um, it was based off of a personal situation that I was going through, um, and really just the basic of it is that I had um, uh, the ending of a seven year relationship. Um, with my daughter's father and I think I just was in a place where I didn't know how to function yeah. and I needed the time out to sort that aspect of my life out first yeah. you know um, and I think obviously as an artist when you go through those kinds of seasons and moments in your life you put pen to paper and that's exactly what I did hence a 17 track sure. album yeah <laughs> Five years later. <laughs> so during that time, because music fans are so interesting, and I, I, I'm, I'm saying music fans as if I can exclude myself, is we often think, you know, and I don't think it's intentional, but the people who make the music we love, we can be very demanding of them. I think yeah. it's why, for instance, Rihanna is not going to yeah. give us an album. Anytime she's just soon. not. She's just not. She's like, she's, I'm, I'm, I'm very she, occupied right now. Gave, thank you. You know, she gave us seven <laughs> albums over over eight years, and you know, we demand labor. Mm, When's the next one? When's the next sure. one? And so, when you were taking your break, was there that pressure where? Your fans were saying, "Oh my gosh, where is the music? <laughs> I need new music, please." And I appreciate that so much, though, you know, because I think it's part of what I needed to also remind myself that this is the purpose and this is the journey that I've been tasked, you know, with um, making music and and really because it's it's all about uplifting people mm-hmm. and. Um, so getting those messages on social media, the DMs were coming in. They didn't stop. I mean, um, if not for that, I don't know that I would have had the heart to to create this album. Yeah. Yeah. And also just to pick myself up and to, to gather myself again and, and to rediscover the passion and the love that I have for what I do. Yeah. Yeah. So was then, you know, the, the, the album part, I guess, obviously it is you putting out music for the public for your fans for other people to enjoy but was it then also i guess a way of working through what you had gone through so it was therapy and Absolutely. healing for you all the time i think i i say it all the time that if you listen to most of my songs it's it it, it really mostly is the conversations i'm having with myself and um it's the way i've found um it's the way I found to counsel myself and to 
put things into perspective for myself. So when I write out what I'm feeling and, you know, when I'm mad about something and I write it down and I say, Marawai Osayitsi So. Mm. <laughs> in a lyric yeah. it speaks to me first and I think that's why it connects to people because these are the conversations we're having with ourselves all the time yeah. throughout different situations that are really you know one in the same thing in different ways mm. we're all going through life guys yeah. you know so life is happening to all of happening us to all, all of the us. time so yeah I mean for me it was a heartbreak situation I found myself as a single mom all of a sudden out of the blue not part of the plan and I needed to tell myself that it was going to be okay I had the strength I had uh, you know I was tenacious enough to get through it and that I have the tenacity to make it um, past that situation um, so you, you hear it in the you hear it in the songs in yeah. this album yeah Is, uh, was that the you know the the main theme the overarching theme what was the or are they different stories so many different stories I mm. think um, this album uh, I mean I'll name a few titles I guess of songs that I really love um, I performed Mosadi last night at the Untitled Basement and I was explaining to the audience that this song I wrote at the age of 20 or so and I wrote it for the 33 year old version of me not knowing that I would go through the the the, the period in the time that I was going through things are falling apart you know mm. so I, I wrote it for myself 10 years down the line but today people listen to it and they're going through the same thing and it's and it's part of the healing process I wrote uh, a beautiful song called Talita Gumi which um you know, is a phrase taken from the Bible where Christ raises a, a child who was thought to be dead and not just thought to be dead, who was dead. And he says to Talita Gum, which means maiden rise. And it was me saying to myself, rise from this situation, rise from this place where you feel like all that you had and that was important to you has been buried mm. there will be a restoration you know so um Kitlofisa is another one right at the end of the lockdown period it was one of the last songs that was written for the album and it was to encourage myself that i will still get to that place of of destiny and i think it's not just myself in music i mean this is the path uh, this is my career path but people who feel like they haven't quite made it they look around and they see their peers and they see their friends and you know, people have it together. People are married. People have children. You're still people kind of waiting. Cars. People have my cars. Yeah. So, I have, so many stories have come, particularly from this song, Gitlofisa, mm-hmm. because of that message um, to say to people, just hold on. It's going to happen for you too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of beautiful stories. I had my parents um, as the cover of the album, mm-hmm. their wedding picture. And um, so Sogalam is one of those that I dedicated to them. Yeah. Yeah. 43 years in marriage. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so That's beautiful so nice. stories. 17 tracks is... Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot to say. Sure. I mean, you were like, I was, I've was. i been away. <laughs> yeah. But, but this is what I'm going to make going up for it. I'm going to make up for it. Have 17 songs. Mm. The sound on the album how would you describe it is it what your fans have been used to before did you try something different did you collaborate with people you've never worked with before and so yeah. that comes through in the sound yes absolutely I I think the very first thing is that it was different in that I was just mentioning earlier I worked with um, a Nigerian producer and so in terms of just sounds it's been a fusion of a West African sound and me as a Mosoto and South African um, influenced, uh, you know, that Southern African meets West African is 
is there <laughs> and you can't run away from it from songs like Demgo Say, um, Fire Dancer, uh, Sogalam in particular is a genre called high life in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But um, for us here, you can, it's so nostalgic because it, it, it reminds you of the sounds of Buntati Huma Segela. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just been beautiful in that it's been two different cultures coming together to create the music. Um, and I think it was um, different in that the previous albums were produced by a jazz producer. So, you know, um, we tried to keep it a little bit more current, I think. But I always say, I find that my sound is in my voice and I think that as soon as I have recognized that, then I don't worry myself too much about what I'm doing. I feel like people connect to the voice and that it stays, you know, consistent Mm. in its tone and in, you know, the texture of it. So I think that's what people really connect with more than anything. Yeah. Yes. And and I think it's, it's been a pleasant surprise um, in a lovely way. I mean, the the response has been absolutely amazing, and it's it's really wonderful to know that my supporters and those who love Malay have just come with me on this journey and are cool to do whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it started it started you. off with house, and then I shocked everybody and did an Afro Soul album, and they were like, "Oh, but you were supposed to release a house a dance album," but I always just go with um, how I feel led. Mm. Yeah, by the spirit yeah. of God. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned your voice and Itumiling uh, in Western Aria says, please tell her she's doing an amazing job. <laughs> Love her lots. Oh, Tumi, thank you. Thank uh, you you so performed uh, at Untitled, Untitled Basement. Yes. Uh, was it yesterday? Yesterday. So we, I mean, just started off the year with um, a performance at Untitled last night, mm-hmm. which was uh, incredible. And, you know, it was sold out. And as a result, you know, people were like, no, we haven't bought the tickets yet. Please put up a second show. And so we we have another one coming up next Friday, which is also sold out, which is fantastic. And I just um, think it's been, you know, just a great show of support. Um, and the thing about Untitled is that it has such an intimate, it offers such an intimate experience. And you really, every time it's a different audience, um, different dynamics every time, but the, the love is so felt. So mm. I just want to appreciate everybody who was there. Everyone who's coming through on the 8th as well. And I've the tickets got, are sold out for the 8th. Tickets are sold you out missed for the it, 8th. You missed it. <laughs> but we have jazz in the lights okay. on the 30th at the Zoo, Zoo Lake. Okay. Um, and so at the Zoo, I think it is actually. So that's one of the bigger platforms that still has plenty of tickets um, okay. selling out. All yeah. right. So if you missed the 8th, and the second, there is a, the 13th a, a, of March. That's still coming. Jazz in the lights, yes. So we're going to play out with uh, Muluki. Tell us a little bit about the song. Um, Muluki, Muluki means the one who, the keeper, the one who keeps us, the one who sustains us, um, the God who is faithful. And um, I just wanted to appreciate him for preserving me um, in both the good and the, the the very difficult times. And I think I've found that it's the, our trials and tribulations that bring us closer to God. And I, I've had my experience um, of Christ Jesus, and I think that relationship is everything to me. And so that's where I'm at spiritually. And yeah, I think I, I just wanted to encourage everybody that um, walk in his will, and he will always make a way for you. Yeah. Male, it's been so great having you in the music corner. Thank you Thank so you. much for coming in. Thanks, Cooks. Thank you so much. Thank you to you and your team. 702 listeners for their support as well. Much Thank you very much. And that's how we play out the music corner. It is Male with Muloki.
Yeah. 